We're here for a new season of True Selfie, and I hope you are too. This season, the topics get real. So I brought in some reinforcements, and you guys already know her. Give it up for Hannah Richard. I am so ready, Brooke. We will be diving in deep to some awesome topics such as relationships, moving into seasons of being uncomfortable, and just being the body of Christ, and so much more. Um, I'm just ready to kick off this season, and you are listening to a new episode of True Selfie Podcast. Welcome in True Selfie fam. We are here for season five of True Selfie. It is literally so crazy to think that there are five seasons that we've been in this so far together. So if you've been with me from the beginning, like you're a trooper, I appreciate you. Um, this season's going to be a little different and I'm super excited to welcome my friend Hannah. Hannah Richard is back with us. Everybody say hi to Hannah. Hi. Hi. She's so excited. <laughs> I, um, after listening to the podcast when she came on our episode and hearing from a lot of you guys in my DMs, um, I knew that Hannah was going to be someone that was going to be back. And I'm excited to announce that she's going to be back for the entire season. Are you not excited? I'm so excited. I'm just so honored. And I'm honestly just humbled that she even gives me her time. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you're just going to come hang out with me and we're just going to talk about Jesus. And she was like, absolutely. Anytime. Yes. So um, she's going to be here with us to talk about just a bunch of different topics. And throughout the season, we're going to be pretty, um, they're going to be some tough topics yeah. and some in-depth topics and um, we're going to start, though, um, with season five with a topic that um, is the epitome of the gospel. It is the, if you don't have grace in your life and if you don't give grace, do you even have the gospel? Right. You know? And so um, before we start talking about the topic, though, Hannah, I want you to just introduce yourself again because you've been on once, but just say something, I don't know, about yourself that maybe oh, we okay. don't know. Um, well, those who don't know me, I go to church with Brooke. Yes. Um, we've been friends for quite some time. Um, I'm rather newly married to wonderful Joshua Richard. Yes. And today is Sweetest Day. It is Sweetest Day today. (laughs) This won't air on Sweetest Day, but we're here on Sweetest Day. I'm like, man, our husbands are really like, we're hanging out with each other and they're just like off doing things without us on Sweetest Day. Yeah. Well, he's working. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to go have fun with Brooke. Yeah, so she is newly married. They got married not even a year. It's not been a year yet. It's only been seven months. Yeah. It's crazy. It's flying by, but it feels like forever. I know. Isn't that funny how that works, though? Like, Mm -hmm. some days you're like, oh, my goodness. I feel like we just got married. And the other days you're like, how long have we known each other? (laughs) (laughs) But um, newly married. um, So we're going to hear a lot of just different stories throughout the season and um, I'm just excited. So we're going to talk about grace today. Grace um, is obviously the beginning of your walk with Jesus. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, when I think about grace, I think, um, you know, Jesus, in order for us to fully surrender, there has to be a point where he gives us grace. Right. You know, think about yourself when you're before Christ and then when you ask him into your heart, there is a forgiveness there and a grace that kind of rests there. Yeah, for sure. And we don't feel like we deserve it most of the time because of where we were when Jesus saved us from that life. Right. Um, Jesse was talking the other day about that and how 
I think he had a hard time like forgiving himself and giving grace to himself. Right. Even after like he got saved, we, you know, we were in this class together where we were actually diving into the word every single day and he still had a hard time accepting grace, you know, and grace is a free gift, but we have to willingly accept it in order to walk in that freedom that Christ gives us, you know? Right. Um, I think in Genesis, we're going to go to Genesis 6, 8. I'm going to pull it up on my Bible version ah, because I think that in order to kind of start the conversation out, we have to understand that grace is the gospel. It is mm-hmm. the gospel defined. It is why we believe in Jesus because he first gave us grace and we have to in turn reciprocate that to other people which is hard and we're gonna talk about that (laughs) but it says I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you into the grace of Christ okay so let me just first say this is a point where Paul in Galatians is talking to the Galatian church and he says this to them he's like listen I don't know why you're so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel so when I hear that I'm like okay so the grace of Christ is the gospel Because he Mm -hmm. said, if you're not doing that, you're turning away from it and you're doing a different one. So it says, not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. So before we even start talking about, I know you have a lot that you want to talk with Grace about, but I think we have to understand that Grace is the gospel of Christ. It's Mm -hmm. the definition of what it is. You know, that's the reason he came to this earth. He extended grace to us. Praise God. Yeah. Because I know like you, I was messed up and needed it. And I need it every single day because I'm Mm -hmm. so messed up. (laughs) Yeah. It's the greatest gift ever given. I know. And there's so much freedom. And I think that you're going to talk a little bit about the freedom there. But there is so much freedom when you accept the grace that God gives us. Right. You know. So I don't know. What do you want to share about grace? Um, well, when it comes to grace, it's like grace erases everything that you did. Mm -hmm. It's like, it goes in hand with every other thing that God has in his attributes and everything that he he is. Mm -hmm. It shows his love. It shows his mercy. It shows his kindness. It shows all of those things. And it's such a great example, like you said earlier, how we should treat other people. Right. And um, I was the, thinking about why you find that. Um, I was thinking about there, I don't know, a couple years ago, there was this person that I was following um, and on Instagram, and she was a Christian, and she shared Jesus, but since now from that point until here, she is not, um, she's, her lifestyle does not (laughs) anyway, like represent Christ at all. But again, we'll still say she's a Christian, you know, that kind of thing. But she used to always say this, um, kind of like this phrase to love people where they're at. Yeah. And I think that that's a great, um, like worldly phrase for not worldly, like not Christian phrase, but like a modern way of saying, grace, you know, loving yeah. people where they're at. Um, Jesus loved us where we were, you know, when we yeah. were sinning and when we were away from him, but how we in turn need to love others where they're at, you know, they're not under this full understanding of where we may be in our walk with him, but we have to love them through where, 
whatever their season is or whatever their life is. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of times when I think about grace, I remember being an intern. It was my third year being in college, and we were over students at this point, and our teachers sat us down and reminded us, you need to give these kids grace. You know, they're coming into this school for the first time. Some of them are not used to this environment. Some of them are new, like newly saved coming into ministry school. Some of them, you know, have never experienced this environment or these things that you're teaching them. Um, For me, I was teaching performing arts. So some of them were not quick at picking up dance moves. Some of them are really quick. And they made sure that we knew full-heartedly to give grace to everyone um, because they might be in the spot that you were at. Right. You know, and Mm -hmm. sometimes you get so far in your relationship with God or where you are in life. And sometimes we can forget where we were, where we came from. And it's so important to show that grace and that love towards them and help guide them and love on them where they are. Right. And it's, um, it's hard to do that. But at the same time, when you go back and think about what Jesus did for you in the moment where he showed you grace, um, it makes it more easier. Do you know what I mean? Because you have a different like mindset towards it. Mm -hmm. Um, so many times I think we can get so, you know, close with God or, or maybe put our relationship with him higher than what it may be with other people. Mm -hmm. And then we look at other people who maybe aren't to the level where we feel we are. And we look at them and say, well, you should have already, like, you should do better. You know, you should understand that that's not okay. Mm -hmm. But they're walking a life out different than yours. You know, they're experiencing things different than you are. And it's the gospel to show them grace right where they are in the season where you were, you know, teaching your, your kids in that class. It's, it's a, it's a form of love. Grace is a form of love. Um, Read what Romans 6.14 says. I'm interested to see um, yeah. what that can bring to the conversation. Um, it says that sin is no longer your master, for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. Yes. And it is so freeing when you also let go of all those things of the past mm-hmm. and you have this realization you live in the freedom of God's grace and grace also means favor. I love that. And there's so many of us that refocus so much on how worthless we fell and all, all those things. But, um, just realizing that you also have the favor of God, right? And you can do so many things with your life now that you are free from all the things before And moving forward in life, you can have favor. You don't have to accept what this world has to offer. You have this freedom from God and his favor. And it's so much better. It is. And um, I remember like early in my walk with Christ, I remember like a time where um, like somebody did me wrong, like, um, accusations were like verbally it was like intense 
I've never been in a situation like that. And I don't feel like, and I honestly like now knowing it was a spiritual attack on me, I don't feel like it was an attack from that person. I feel like that was a spiritual attack in that moment over my life. And, um, I just remember feeling so much like I was just upset, honestly, mm-hmm. emotionally, cause someone kind of like bashed my character, basically cussed me out. Um, like yelling and screaming at me and I've never been in a situation like that. Um, thank God. Like Mm -hmm. I just, I try to live my life and not offend people that way. You know what I mean? And so I was distraught over it for like weeks. And I remember a moment, um, in my prayer time where God was like, you need to pray for that person and you need to, um, give them grace and you need to show and, and in your prayer while you're praying for them. Cause sometimes when, we pay for people. We're like, okay, just, you know, bless yeah. them, you know, whatever. But he was like, I really want you to call blessings over them. And so I remember for a few days, I would just, as I was praying, I would say their name out. And I would say, you know, I pray blessing over their life, over their family, over their, you know, and I would just, and that's a hard thing to do because mm-hmm. in my eyes and my flesh heart, I was like, he didn't deserve it. You know, that person did not deserve my, my prayer of blessing. They didn't deserve, you know, but that's what grace is, Yeah, is showing kindness to people when they don't deserve it. You know, when they Mm -hmm. don't like, when they don't do, when they do things to you that hurt, you know, it's hard to, to show grace in situations. So it's a growing part too, in our relationship with Christ. It's, it's a huge growing thing. Um, but yeah, I just, when I think about that, I just think about how much we can grow in our relationship with him. Um, so the quote that we have here, it says, giving grace means giving ourselves and others permission to be God's work in progress. I Tell me that. like why you love that so much. I think that's a powerful quote. I mean, something actually just got refreshed of yesterday. Um, when you give grace to somebody or you bless them, like you were just saying, right. it made me feel better. Yeah. You know, um, it had been a hard week at work. I work for a utility office and mm-hmm. I take everybody's bills. And if they don't pay their bills, then their utility gets shut off. And then uh, they call me because it's my fault, that, uh, you know. Yeah. But you have these people who yell at you all day on the phone and you're like, I'm sorry, here are these options for you to, right. you know, get your utilities back on. But having people yell at you all throughout the week, you learn how to show them grace and be kind to them on the phone. But it can be so heavy. Draining. Like on your mental mind. Yeah. Whenever I get off work and I go to the store, I'm usually not paying attention to people. (laughs) I'm like, I'm getting what I need and I'm getting out. I don't need to talk to nobody. But it's like yesterday there was this older man that was trying to get the last pack of this six pack of like lemonade in a bottle and it fell to the back Uh of the shelf and it fell behind the shelf and I thought Hannah you could reach back there your back hurts from sitting in your chair all day but I think you can do it (laughs) so even though I wasn't feeling the best or anything. And this guy, he was older, but he was way taller than me. And he probably could have reached it. And got it. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to do this for this man today. You're and like, praise God, I know Jesus. <laughs> yes. 
and he almost came to tears and i'm like it's just lemonade <laughs> you know i know that's so sweet though it was the sweetest moment and then afterwards like he said bless you so much thank you and i was like oh that's so sweet but giving grace means giving ourselves that first part you yeah need to i give yourself yeah i totally skipped over that actually yeah. so i'm so glad that you pointed that out yeah because that does you do have it's an active service kind of too yeah would you agree right because we need to i mean jesus came to this earth so that we could imitate him be like him and if we're not being like him he gave himself literally his whole, his self, whole self for us yeah why can't we do the same thing for our Other brothers people. and sisters yes like these are all people even the person who has a nasty attitude at the restaurant that you're about to eat at right we need to give grace to them we don't know what they're going through we don't know what has led through their whole life to be the grumpy person at wendy's we don't know <laughs> what they've been through why do I feel like you're <laughs> like that's an actual story that <laughs> one I probably don't feel like we should share it but two oh, I'm like no. I'm like well, she has like some bitterness raveled up in that <laughs> no. Wendy's <laughs> no but when you're kind to people and you give them that grace it could completely shift their mood for the rest of the that day that is so powerful I love that I didn't even think about that like I I looked at the quote and I was like oh yeah giving others permission because to be like a work in progress, like what you're going to share in a minute, but I I totally passed over the giving of ourselves. That's probably a very flesh heart for me to like look over that. I'm like, "Mm, giving of yourselves, Eh, I'll pass that part and like just work. You know what I mean? But it does it in just thinking about like when people say like, you know, when you smile, you don't know like what it'll do for somebody else in their day. But when you give like your your time to someone or your, you know, your help to someone mm-hmm. when you give grace and, and maybe finances to someone, you know, those are actions that you can do that really do make a difference in their lives, just like Jesus did, yeah. you know, for us. So the other's permission to be God's work in progress. Like, let me hear your thoughts on that. So giving others permission to be God's work in progress. So That, to me, is just opening the door for anyone to come through. Mm -hmm. Jesus would, or he does, he has a table for all to sit at. Mm -hmm. And he even had Judas sitting at his table, even though he knew. You're just giving me like goosebumps. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, I'm like, this is so, yes, keep going. (laughs) So even Judas was sitting at Jesus' table. Yeah. And he knew that he was going to betray him. It was a part of that progress. It was a part of the whole plan. And he still showed that grace. He still showed that love despite knowing what he was going to do. And I know that people say, like, you can forgive somebody, but that doesn't mean you have to hang out with them or anything. I can't tell you how many people that I have not necessarily hung out with because they have even completely different beliefs than I do. Right. But that doesn't mean that I can't send them a message every once in a while. See how they're doing. You know, you need to invite people in. You need to give them permission to come in so to not be you okay. Can help them. Yeah. You know? I will. That's this is just crazy because we and Katie were talking about 
that exact thing. Mm -hmm. It's okay to not be perfect. You know, we sometimes feel like we have to be perfect because of where we are. You know, maybe in the local church, maybe your position, maybe your title, maybe um, you've been in the faith for so long that people start to look at you and think that you're perfect. You know what I mean? And it's a that is a heavy weight and facade to yeah. keep up. And there is vulnerability, and this is what we were talking about, is there's vulnerability and realness and genuine, mm. you know, being genuine when you are okay with not being perfect mm -hmm. for yourself. But when you're talking about bringing people to your table that aren't perfect, what a freeing feeling they must feel yeah. that they don't have to put a facade or this, you know, oh, that's Hannah. She does this in our church and she's, you know, on this podcast and whatever it is, you know, yeah. they have this vision of you. Um, the feeling that they might feel if it's not, a, if they feel like they can't be perfect or they have yeah. to be perfect when they're at your table, but you're like, no, like just be you. Yeah. I'm going to love you through whatever it is you're going through. You're not where you think you need to be, but mm -hmm. like you can still come and sit. Yeah. You know, come and hang, come, um, the f I'm just thinking like the feeling that that person probably would feel would be so freeing and more relaxed. Yeah. And inclusive. Yes. Because the enemy tries so hard to make people feel like they are alone. Yes. And that is the complete opposite of what you are. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Even people who follow Jesus and are involved in things, we have moments where we feel lonely. A hundred percent. You can have a full family. You can have friends and still feel lonely. A hundred percent. Um, and I just, I also think like when we talk about like the church too, I feel like a part of the church for some, some time has gotten that mindset that I, we have to have it all together. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's just that like religiousness that, you know, when I was growing up that, that generation kind of had where if you didn't come in your Sunday best, mm, yeah, you know, if you didn't come with your hair and curlers, mm, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. That religiousness that, you know, if you didn't wear whatever, if you didn't, if you had tattoos, if you, you know, right. that kind of thing, I feel like is not an extension of God's grace at all. Oh no. I think it's the opposite. If you are a lover of Christ and you are following a life after him, you are constantly broken. Mm -hmm. You are constantly imperfect. Mm -hmm. And the only way that you get closer to that whatsoever is by following him and just doing what he's called you to do, no matter what that looks like right. or no matter how you look like, you know, right. we're, we're all different. Right. Right. I love that. That's so awesome. Um, so Luke 17, 11 through 19, I'm going to read it because I want you to kind of share your heart behind it. Um, I'm reading out of Easter or the easy standard version. I don't know if that's the version that you had in mind to read from, but if there's a different, um, way of wording, you can pull that out. It mm -hmm. says on the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by 10 lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices saying, Jesus master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourself to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. 
Then one of them, when he saw that there was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. I love this story. Mm -hmm. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Now, I've, I mean, we've done, we've talked the story out with Faith Factory a few times and more kind of focusing on the willingness of our heart to praise and give God thanks. I feel like mm-hmm. this is one that we've talked about a lot in like the Thanksgiving November time mm-hmm. where only one of them came back and, you know, and that we should be that one. But I want to hear kind of like, like you're just yeah. blowing my mind today. I'm just like, tell me <laughs> what, just give me your knowledge. <laughs> well, this story came up, I was looking at, you know, stories of grace throughout the Bible and mm-hmm. such, and this one came up, and it wasn't necessarily focusing, because every time we read this story, we think of those 10 lepers. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to focus on Jesus himself in this story, you know, as Jesus is healing these men, mm-hmm. and he looks at them, and he says, go, show yourselves to the priests. He doesn't say, praise me. Or anything like that. Mm -hmm. He shows us this example of what it looks like to give grace. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like helping somebody and then asking for them to thank you. You know, only one of them came back and Jesus didn't mind that. Right. But that person was also, you know, blessed because of their faith. But I looked at that little section where Jesus said to just go. He healed them. And then said, go. And I was like, oh, wow. That just shows even more to me, just his unboastfulness and his of selfless, helping people. Like, yeah, that selfless, like, way of being. You know, some people, mm-hmm. when they give, they expect something. Like, they didn't even say right. thank you or, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, and that's the reason why... Jesus con- like came to the earth. He came, obviously, so we could be re- reunited with the Father. But he came to show us how to live and mm-hmm. be an example. And I love that because, I, like I said, I would have just, I just go to the end where it was like praising God. But yeah, yeah, go and show yourselves to the priest. And they were cleansed. That's all it, like, that's all it took. Yeah. You know, there wasn't, you know, a plan X, Y, and B. There wasn't come back and, you know, do whatever. Um I like that. That's awesome. Because I don't even know. Well, they did come to him, but um, that just shows how much we need. Because like you said a second ago, sometimes people give grace and then they expect, you know, a thank you in return. That almost removes the grace. The grace that you extended. God. Yeah. It doesn't give that example that he I agree. set for us to give to people. Yeah. And it's almost like, okay, so have you ever been in a situation where um, somebody gives you like, okay, so this happened the other day. There was a, um, a girl in our church that um, ended up watching my two-year-old for me for a long part of the day. Like she was just kept her eye on him. She was, mm-hmm. you know, just helping us. And, and so... I told Jesse, I said, I just want to give her some cash, you know, because she really helped us out today. It was a blessing that she was able to be here and help. She never asked for it, whatever. And so then I I give her the the money 
And she's like, oh, no, I don't want that, you know. And ha- you yeah. know how, like, people try to give back the blessing, mm-hmm. you know. And you're like, no, I want to bless you. Just keep it. You know what I mean? That's me every time. I know. <laughs> that is me. But there's a freedom yeah. in the, the believer who's like, it was on my heart. I wanted to bless her. I wanted to do something. And so I did. And luckily, after I told her, like, dude, keep it in your pocket. <laughs> and don't tell your mom. in your purse. <laughs> I did. I was like, don't tell your mom. <laughs> but she did. Um, but that's how it is. Like, there's, there's a weight on us. As Christians, there should be, honestly, there should be to where we want to extend that. And then if it's not received, you know, we just want to let go of it. We want to have that freedom where, yeah, I followed God. I followed Jesus' example in this and I feel good about it. Yeah. You know? And especially just the more you grow in your relationship with Jesus, the easier it feels because it says that his burdens are light. Right. That's a burden on his heart to show compassion and grace towards people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we feel like we have to do something for somebody or else we feel like a guilty I feeling. Know, yeah. And it's like, oh, they're going to hate me if I don't do this. Yeah. But if you do it in God's way, it's a loving and you're happy to do something. It's not a dreadful thing to do. And it also becomes easier for you to do it as well. I know some of us are, you know, naturally kind people. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that growing up, people always told me how nice I was, Mm -hmm. but I didn't like people, you know, growing up. (laughs) You cannot catch me at a social event. Like I would not go because I didn't want to talk to people. I didn't want people to ask me questions or tell me any, like I didn't (laughs) want to be around people until I started growing in a relationship with Jesus. Now it's like, oh, what can I do for somebody today? It's like we live for people now. Yeah. He's made me an extrovert. Yeah. When I first um, took, what is it? The Myers-Briggs personality test. Mm Mm-hmm. I was an INFJ, which is introvert. It was like 80%, 20%. But then I took it a year later after I started growing in a relationship with God. And I was an ENFJ. And it was like 60% extroverted, 40% right. introverted. I was like, Hannah, look at you go. You yeah, went up so like, high in percent. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back for that one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But that's true. That's how mm-hmm. it works. You know, um, we have to live for people like Jesus died for people. Mm-hmm. So people could one day live. And so we have to be that way too. We have to follow his, his will and his way. And like you said, like, it's not like some people aren't naturally gifted in that. And mm-hmm. so some people do have to push harder. It doesn't give you an out. It doesn't lessen your responsibility, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so many times we, you could have been like, I'm an introvert. I'm not going to, you know, the school of ministry. I'm not going to teach, a, you know, your class where you're dancing. I'm not going to step up and do, you know, because of your flesh, the way that you were created, you know. Yeah. But it doesn't give you an out to not do those things. It doesn't give you an out to not, you know, fulfill your calling and what God's called you to do. Mm-hmm. Instead, it shows how much more strong God is in, in you to yeah. fulfill those things. And so just because I don't feel like I'm naturally, I don't like to give gifts. I'm not a natural gift giver. It's very hard for me. Christmas time, it's hard. 
I love Christmas, <laughs> but I stress myself out because I'm not gifted in giving gifts. Um, my husband, 110%, he would give anybody anything in this house. He would because right. his heart is just to give. Um, so we're all crafted and, and uniquely you know, designed differently, but it still doesn't give me an out to say, oh, I'm not a gift giver, so I'm not going to give grace or you know, bless anybody. Right. No, we just have to work harder towards it. Yeah. And so, um, that's good. You just blow my mind. I'm just oh, like, that's why too. I, that's why I asked her to join me because she literally, when she speaks, I'm like, what <laughs> you like, you got what from that? <laughs> and so I knew that you were going to bring like so much to the podcast and I'm just so honored that listen, the first episode's down. Like we're good. Sweet. Like now we just have Take to Take one. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um so you did a great job. I'm excited for what's coming up in the next few weeks. Um but before we kind of head out of here, I want Hannah to pray just a a, a prayer of grace over you um as you're listening and hopefully the Holy Spirit, you know, will kind of make that grace just flourish out of us. So it's an easy effort. It's not something that we have to like dread, you know, something we're happy to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, God, I just thank you for everyone who's listening to this podcast. I pray that as they are listening, no matter where they are or what they're doing or where they are in life, Lord, that they just have that revelation of that freedom in your grace, anything that is from their past that may still be lingering or things that they're still going through. Lord, I pray that they realize they have that favor and grace in you. And as they grow in a relationship with you, that they accept your compassion, they accept your grace, and that they can reciprocate that back to those that they encounter in their daily life, Lord. And that you just continue to bless everybody that listens to this podcast in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. True Selfie fam, it is Brooke, and I just wanted to take a minute and thank you so much for listening to our episode today. I wanted to let you know that there are plenty of ways that you can support this podcast. What you just did right now is supporting it just by listening, and I just want to say I appreciate your listen. But there are other ways to support by sharing on your social media platforms, leaving a star or review from wherever you are listening from, or you can financially support, whether it be through clicking the more feature tab, you'll see a link that says support this podcast. And that gives you the flexibility to do small monthly contributions. That's right. As little as 99 cents. And you can also support through my website. It's brookgunther.com by clicking the donate tab where you can do one-time contributions or monthly contributions um, that are accepted through PayPal, or you can use your debit or credit card. However you support, I just want you to know that I appreciate you.